Coming up on 5-Minute News. Obama ridicules Trump at Florida rally. No coronavirus economic relief deal before election. And score test find Arctic methane deposits starting to release. It's Wednesday, October 28. I'm Anthony Davis. Barack Obama ridiculed Donald Trump at a Florida rally on Tuesday for the president's complaints about the media closely covering the national coronavirus crisis. The 44th president has recently abandoned traditional decorum, where a former president refrains from publicly criticising his successor, lambasting the 45th president in recent speeches for his response to the coronavirus pandemic in particular. At a drive-in rally in Orlando to boost support for his former vice president and now Democratic nominee for the White House, Joe Biden, Obama took a tone combining mockery of Trump with indignation. He spoke of record numbers dying of coronavirus in the US and asked rhetorically of the president, what is his closing argument, that people are too focused on COVID? He is jealous of COVID's media coverage, Obama said, with mock incredulity as the crowd laughed. At a rally on Saturday in North Carolina, Trump did say those words and complained that the media was paying too much attention to coronavirus, even as he claimed record case numbers were exaggerated and downplayed the death rate. Obama said if he had been focused on COVID from the beginning, cases would not be reaching record highs across the country this week. The White House would not be having its second outbreak in a month. Staff working for Vice President Mike Pence have come down with COVID. It was revealed at the weekend, just a few weeks after Trump, his wife and youngest son, all had coronavirus and multiple prominent people tested positive after the event at the White House to nominate Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court. Obama also roasted the White House for Chief of Staff Mark Meadows' remark on television at the weekend that the administration was not going to control the pandemic. Obama said winter is coming. They are waving the white flag of surrender. President Trump acknowledged on Tuesday that a coronavirus economic relief deal would not come before the November 3rd election, with the White House unable to bridge differences with fellow Republicans in the U.S. Senate as well as congressional Democrats. After the election, we'll get the best stimulus package you've ever seen, Trump told reporters at the White House before leaving on a campaign trip. Critics say he is emotionally blackmailing voters with a promise of stimulus checks if they vote for him. Nancy Pelosi said the president's words only have meaning if he can get Mitch McConnell to take his hand off the pause button. Pelosi, the top elected Democrat, led the House to pass a $3 trillion coronavirus relief bill in May, but Republicans who control the Senate balked at another large bill. They pushed at a much smaller measure, which failed, then left Washington after confirming Trump's nominee to the Supreme Court. The White House has said aid to state and local governments has been the main sticking point, while Democrats also cited the lack of a national coronavirus testing plan. Infections are surging again in the US, and 36 out of 50 states have seen an increase for at least two weeks in a row. Deaths have also more than doubled in seven states. 
More than 31 million people are receiving some form of unemployment benefits now. That includes those on regular state jobless benefits, plus freelancers, gig workers and people unemployed because of COVID-19 who applied for federal pandemic benefits, which have now run out. To be counted as unemployed, you have to be actively looking for work. But in COVID times, there are many people that are not actually looking because they're taking the advice of health experts in this country. Maybe they're caring for children right now whose schools are closed. Back in February, before the pandemic hit, 158 million Americans had jobs. Now, about one in six of them don't. Scientists have found evidence that frozen methane deposits in the Arctic Ocean, known as the sleeping giants of the carbon cycle, have started to be released over a large area of the continental slope off the East Siberian coast. High levels of the potent greenhouse gas have been detected down to a depth of 350 metres in the Laptev Sea near Russia, prompting concern among researchers that a new climate loop may have been triggered that could accelerate the pace of global heating. The slope sediments in the Arctic contain a huge quantity of frozen methane and other gases known as hydrates. Methane has a warming effect 80 times stronger than carbon dioxide over 20 years. The United States Geological Survey has previously listed Arctic hydrate destabilization as one of four most serious scenarios for abrupt climate change. The international team on board the Russian research ship said most of the bubbles were currently dissolving in the water, but methane levels at the surface were four to eight times what would normally be expected, and this was venting into the atmosphere. Scientists estimate 1,400 gigatons of carbon are locked up in subsea hydrates, frozen methane and other gases, under Arctic submarine permafrost, some of which could be vulnerable to global heating. If large volumes were released, this could rapidly destabilize the climate because methane is a potent greenhouse gas with a warming effect 80 times stronger than carbon dioxide over a 20-year period. Such concerns led the United States Geological Survey to list Arctic hydrate destabilization as one of four most serious scenarios for abrupt climate change. The discovery of potentially destabilized slope frozen methane raises concerns that a new tipping point has been reached that could increase the speed of global heating. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Please subscribe, rate and review us at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an independent production covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering unbiased, verified and truthful world news daily. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the facts from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the allied powers go too far? 
in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.